Welcome to the Summit for Wellness podcast, where we help you climb to the peak of your health. And now, here is your host, Brian Carroll. Silver, a metal we typically think of in jewelry and silverware, actually has antimicrobial properties we can use for health. In fact, silver actually has been used in burn units to help with the healing process of the skin while also preventing infection. What's up everyone? I'm Brian Carroll and I'm here to help people who have an injury or illness that holds them back from enjoying the outdoors and today we are going to be talking about the health uses of silver, which is perfect timing since kids are going back to school and everyone is starting to get sick. When recording this episode, I was actually starting to get sick, and I used silver to help fight it off, which we talk about the different ways I used it in this episode. But before we dive into this episode, if you want to get your hands on some silver just in case you get sick, then if you go onto your podcast player and leave us a rating and review and message me a screenshot of it either on Instagram or Facebook, then you will automatically be entered into a drawing to get some free silver. I will be drawing names on September 26th, so make sure you leave the rating and review before then. But if you can't wait to get some silver, go to summitforwellness.com slash silver to get some today. Now, let's dive into my conversation with Dr. Gordon Peterson. Dr. Gordon Peterson holds five doctor's degrees, is board certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine, and also holds a master's degree in cardiac rehabilitation and wellness. Dr. Gordon is frequently called upon as a world's leading authority on silver as a health tool and has volunteered and personally funded efforts to bring silver's benefits into Africa's poorest communities with dramatic results on malaria. Thank you, Gordon, so much for coming onto the show. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about your background? Because it says here that you have five doctor's degrees. So I would love to know (laughs) just what got you into that much schooling? Well, my brother got Crohn's disease and the doctor said, we can't heal him anymore. Uh, We've done all we know how to do. We don't even know what's causing it. And so this is a long time ago. This is like 1977. And they said, unless you can find an alternative, he's probably going to die early. So that triggered me. And I went to school and I learned immunology. I got a PhD in immunology. I got a wellness degree. I decided the immune system would be the ultimate cure for everything. Well, then I also went on to get some traditional medical training and I'm board certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine. I went on and got a naturopathic doctor's degree and I found that no single discipline of medicine has all the answers. So I've continued to look because of my family. My mom, thyroid cancer at 33. My sister had thyroid cancer at 33. My aunt had thyroid cancer at 33. I said, I got to find something for my family that's going to work. And I realized the human body will heal itself if you can find the proper tool. So it's been a lifetime of searching, of taking classes, of learning traditional medicine, Western medicine, naturopathic medicine, immunology, all these different things to come together to help my own family. And uh, I consider all the listeners to be my family now. It's a terrific place to be. And I love that you incorporate all the different types of medicine out there because you 
you see out there, there's a lot of battles between like the functional medicine realm or the natural medicine side and the conventional side. And kind of like what you're doing, if we're able to integrate all those different modalities and bring them into uh, a unit that works together, I think it would complement the medical system so well. So I love that you're doing that. And then today we're going to be talking about silver and we're not talking about mining silver or anything like that. We're going to talk about using it as a health tool. So can you talk a little bit about how silver can be a health tool? Well, they do mine silver and then they do process it to where it's pure. And then we put it through different chemical and physiologic and biophysics types of uh, experimental uses and we've come up with a silver in a liquid form. And I know that sounds ironic that a coin like silver could be put into a liquid and you can. And the way we do that is we utilize electromagnetic currents. We use magnetic resonance. We use a number of different chemicals and we take and make an all natural product. So the chemicals that we use are just silver. So when you end up with a liquid silver or a gel silver or a soap silver, know that when you get it from me, you're getting a all natural product, number one. Number two, we have put molecule by molecule a solid silver mineral into a structured water. And this has given us an advantage because we've learned how to make it alkaline. So we have an alkaline silver. We have a structured water that holds and carries it. And we have pure silver. We then use it into all the forms we want. And yes, you can drink it. It passes through the body unchanged. So whatever you put in your mouth, it's going to work the same throughout your whole body. Even when it pools in your bladder, that works great for people who have infections in their bladder. Then we just learned that it has to stay in contact with a germ for two minutes to destroy it. So if you drink silver and it just washes over the back of your throat and it didn't save you from a sore throat, you go, wait a minute, that didn't work. No, you haven't learned enough about silver, which is it has to stay in contact with the germ for two minutes. So sometimes a gel in your mouth, brushing your teeth with the gel might be the solution for you for a sore throat. Or like me, I'm sucking on a lozenge, a silver lozenge. What a great idea. I now have 25 minutes of silver in my mouth to help my gums, my teeth, my throat, and I swallow it. So then it goes into my bloodstream. All of these are just unique ways to take the mineral silver, put it through proper magnetic resonance, and give you a liquid silver. And you mentioned the structure water. Can you talk to us a little bit about why structured water is important? Well, tap water contains toxins like bromine and chlorine and fluoride and things like that. So we don't want those in your cells of your body. They're poison. In addition, when we take structured water, it's not just flat, stale, stagnant water. Like a lake that doesn't move turns really turbid and brownish colored, and then it starts to grow algae and germs in it. Water that is moving like down a creek all the time and spinning and has motion, and it has a charge to it. That's what we want because when you put structured water in the body and it's carrying silver, it will transfer energy better than any other element. So it's going to transfer energy, number one. That means it's going to work. Number two, 
it has the ability, specifically structured water has the ability with its little magnetic charge to penetrate through biofilms. Now that's important to the gut-brain connection because our gut gets these biofilms that protect the bad bacteria and antibiotics can't get through it and, uh, and your immune cells can't get through it, but structuring the water and taking silver with it can. So that's just one example. And then you also talked about uh, alkalizing the silver as well. So is there acidic silver and what's the difference between the acidic and alkaline? All the other silvers up until this new alkaline structured pH balanced silver, all of the other silvers are acids, like 4.5 pH, like 5.5 pH. That means people only wanted to take it when they had an emergency because when you put an acid in the body, the immune system rejects it and protects itself. And that's why alkaline silver is so important because I went to Africa and I was working with all these children. And when we'd send them home, their whole family would get sick. So what we did is said, we've got to give the whole family silver as well. And it's got to be taken every day for a protection or a prevention, if you will. And what happened is that they didn't want to take it because it felt acidic to them and they were correct. But when we made alkaline structured silver, it could penetrate through the biofilms and it could be taken twice a day, every single day, because it was the same pH as the human body. And I learned if you're going to have that daily protection from viruses, this is the way to do it is with an alkaline product. And then what is it about silver that makes it so good for the body? Like, why don't we use other minerals in this way? Well, liquid silver destroys bacteria and viruses and yeast and even some parasites. It does so naturally, and it's very valuable because in an all-natural state, it does not have all these side effect problems that other products might have. So it's safe, it's beneficial, and it takes the workload off the immune system. So the immune system isn't always uh, on call trying to destroy a crisis management medical problem. It isn't always trying to get rid of staff or always trying to get rid of strep. Instead, the immune system has a twofold priority system. That means the immune system also rejuvenates and regenerates and restores healthy cells. It's our anti-aging component of our body. But if it's always in a fight, it's always in a medical crisis, it doesn't get to do all that rejuvenating nearly as well. So silver is unique because it can take the workload off the immune system. It can be taken every day if it's alkaline, and it's going to give you an anti-aging benefit in the process. And so how does silver know what bacteria to go for? Because we have the whole gut microbiome, <laughs> and you have the good bacteria, you have the bad bacteria. So how, how does it differentiate between what it should attack and what it should leave alone? That's a great question. It took me years to figure this one out. And it was a discovery. I didn't create it in my product. I just discovered it. Luckily, we discovered that probiotic or good bacteria 
are unique from all other bacteria because they secrete a milk fat coating around themselves. Like an M&M, chocolate M&M, has a sugar coating around itself to protect it from melting. Well, your good probiotic bacteria self-secretes a milk fat coating around itself so that it can survive in the stomach acid. Now, because liquid silver comes as a water, the water doesn't penetrate the fat-soluble coating on the probiotic. So for that reason, silver doesn't penetrate nor destroy the membrane of the good bacteria. It destroys all the rest of the bacteria, and it's that simple. You can put all the bacteria in a Petri dish. You can add silver, and silver will destroy all the membranes of all the other bacteria, but not probiotic because probiotic bacteria or healthy bacteria secretes its own milk fat coating, and it was just there to protect itself from stomach acid. But by coincidence, it also works to protect itself from liquid silver penetrating it. And would the same process uh, go for the microbiome as well? So the the healthy um, fungus and yeast that's in the body? Yeah, absolutely the same idea. And it's by discovery that we found that. It took us years to figure that out because it was an answer that that uh, for years we couldn't understand. But in the process, we've come up with an alkaline silver. We've discovered why it doesn't destroy all the good bacteria in the gut. We've now learned that in an alkaline structured setting for the gut, we can take it every single day if we want to. But uh, usually for the gut biome, the, the microbiome and the gut bacteria, we'll go ahead and take silver for about five days at a very accelerated rate, then stop taking the silver and start taking the uh, probiotic bacteria. And the one-two punch of destroying the bad bacteria, viruses, and yeast, and then repopulating with the good bacteria. It's great, great combination. And no matter what you're doing, no matter what my, what, what your microbiome is getting fed, meaning what probiotics you're taking or what herbal products you're taking, silver is the perfect first step to enhance everything else you're doing. So you brought up an interesting thing because you talked about with alkaline uh, silver, then it leaves the good bacteria and it doesn't penetrate through that uh, outer coating of the the bacteria to break it down. So would acidic silver break it down in a different way? I, I, I've tested this many, many, many times. And acidic silver does break it down about 50% in the study that I did. So what happened is you're going to break down about 50% and that leaves you with an unknown element of solution. If I'm killing half of my good bacteria, am I getting a benefit or am I causing a problem? And the answer is half the people are getting good and half the people are getting a bad result. So you mentioned that you can use silver in a liquid form. You can also use it in a gel form. Um, Lately, I've been using it uh, with a nebulizer because I've my wife's been sick and I've been trying not to be sick so that I could be actually present for this call, which so far it's worked. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> is it okay for us to get it into the lungs and into the sinuses and different parts of the body? Oh my gosh, it's one of my favorite ways to use it, especially during cold and flu season. What happens is you can take a nebulizer that you bought at Walmart and instead of filling it totally full with water, only fill it 80% full. Then the last 20% fill with liquid silver. 
Put the mist right by your bed so you're inhaling it all night. And all night long, you're going to get a tiny dose of liquid silver that's going to go clear down as a mist, clear down into your lungs. And because it's alkaline, it can kind of cut through those biofilms that cause pneumonia and bronchitis. So yeah, it's a terrific, terrific idea for the elderly, for infants, and uh uh, and for yourself, it works when you're healthy, it works when you're not healthy, but it's a terrific way to deliver silver where drugs don't really easily have access. And do you think that would work uh, in a diffuser as well, like what people would use for essential oils? Yeah, I use it in a diffuser, but what I've done is I've replaced the diffuser's water completely and totally with liquid silver. And then the oils you do not put in the liquid. You put the oils in a little ring on the way out of the diffuser. And in that way, you've got a carrier silver water that's going to carry silver and it's going to be carrying whatever aromatic oil that you wanted as well, essential oil with it. It's a great combination. And at any point, can someone have too much silver? Like if you just drank a gallon of it, would that be bad for you? <laughs> well, absolutely. There's a, I, I'm a toxicologist and a drug researcher, and I've done a lot of toxicology on silver. And we took mice and we filled their stomach three times a day, all the way filled with silver, and we couldn't produce an, ad, uh, an adverse reaction. But, but, but. As a toxicologist, I know everything can be toxic. If you drink too much water, it can kill you. So the answer to that is I have participated by drinking a 16-ounce bottle of, of liquid silver, just like this, every single day. The whole bottle I drink, just like a soft drink. I drank the whole bottle for 28 days. And the only side effect I had is that I was well the whole time. And I was well for two years after that which is an unfair assessment, but you're getting the point here is that if you drink a whole bottle all at one time, you could do it for 28 days and still not have a problem. Now with that stated, it makes common sense. And that's kind of what I am as a common sense doctor. It makes sense to take it in amounts that are appropriate for the body. And what that means is two teaspoons twice a day is the amount for someone who's healthy. And then two tablespoons twice a day is the amount you take if you're under stress, you're starting to get sick. And then in my books that I've written, and, and we'll give you a link to all these later, I give you recipes in here. I just opened this one up. This one happened to be all the vaginal issues. Sorry about that one. But uh, here's all the wellness issues and, and facial issues and all the different things in there are listed. And sometimes a person will have a urinary tract infection. And all the bacteria is pooled in the bladder. And doctors will immediately give an antibiotic. Yet, if you were to drink four ounces, and I write this in my books, if you were to drink four ounces of liquid silver right now, follow it an hour later with one ounce, follow it an hour later with another ounce, follow it another hour with another ounce, you've taken four doses. The first one was four ounces. The next were one ounce, one ounce, one ounce. You'll wipe out that urinary tract infection in about two hours. And I've seen it done, and I've got these kind of things written in my book. There's about there's hundreds of different ways to use silver, but mostly just drink about two teaspoons to two tablespoons twice a day, and you're well on your way. So you, earlier you mentioned that you need two minutes uh, 
with the silver in contact with the bacteria or whatever yeast, uh, fungus or anything in order to kill it. So if you do have a bladder infection of some sort, do you want to hold in the urine even if you have that feeling of uh, needing to urinate so that it spends more time in there breaking things down and then release it all? Well, you're brilliant. That's the first time I've ever been asked that question, except at a medical conference by a number of doctors that were OBGYNs. And so you're, you're at the top level here, boy. You're, you're thinking at a high level. The answer is no. Here's why. When you hold back your urine and you have bacteria in your urine, the pressure starts to go in reverse and can, if you hold it too long, back up and ends up in your kidneys. So no, we don't hold our urine back because here's what happens. If you drink four ounces of liquid silver, it's going to go in and do a very nice job in there. And when you urinate it out, you're then following up an hour later, an hour later, and an hour later for this reason that you're going to fill that bladder either now or after you've urinated. Either way, you're getting that bladder filled. So no, don't hold it back. We don't want the bacteria traveling back up through the ureters and into the kidneys. And I would assume by the time that you get the signal that you need to urinate, it's probably already been in the bladder for a couple of minutes. Absolutely. And go ahead and urinate knowing an hour later and an hour later and an hour later, you're getting uh, you're getting uh, reinforcements, so to speak. <laughs> so if you have someone that's um, pretty sick and they come to see you and you prescribe a pretty hefty protocol using silver, um, can people experience some kind of die-off reaction um, with stuff dying out and flushing through the system? Here's the unique thing about silver, and no is the answer. Silver destroys bacteria, viruses, and yeast. Most of the die-off in the Herxheimer effect, they call it, comes from the yeast that is dying off. And yeast is a problem because the way yeast works in your intestines or vaginal wall is it attaches to the side of the intestines or the uterus or the cervix, and it secretes a poison. So you've got this amoeba-like structure, and it's secreting out a little poison. That poison will dissolve the top layer of cells on your intestine. Then the slurry that's left, it will feed on. So it secretes a poison and consumes the slurry of dissolved cells. That's why it hurts. That's why it stings. That's why it burns. And when you destroy that yeast, the poison ruptures out through the membranes of the yeast and is released all at once. You get all this poison released and it causes a Herxheimer or die-off uh, reaction. And when you think about it that way, you go, well, I want to kill it off slower. Nope, kill it off. And here's why silver is so valuable. Unlike some of the other products like caprylic acids and other uh, antifungal drugs and such, they wipe out or destroy the membranes of the yeast and it ruptures and they die leaving this poison in you to suffer through your body as it leaves. Silver has ability to increase the mobilization, activation, and stimulation of stem cells. Now, the reason silver works so well in burns is because it keeps the burn from getting infected first and leaves stem cells to help the wound heal in half the time. In your gut, you're dealing with 
chemical burns from yeast. It's a toxin. It's a poison. It's a chemical burn. Silver works the best on burns of anything that we know of. Every burn unit in the world uses silver first. Now, with that silver on the inside of the intestines, you've destroyed the membrane of the yeast. The poison has been released, but the silver has mobilized and activated stem cells to help repair that burn or that chemical wound, if you will, faster than anything else. So if you do get a Herxheimer effect, a die-off effect, while you're taking silver, it's 10 times less than you would otherwise. So let's dive into uh, some symptoms that uh, we could look at for people that would really benefit well from uh, taking silver, especially if they have any kind of fa- bacterial or yeast overgrowth. So can you talk about some signs for um, that you would be looking at that would indicate someone would do extremely well with silver? Well, silver works as a daily protection because we always have bacteria, viruses, and yeast, and even some parasites in our bodies all the time. So daily people can take it. Now, the people who are well and healthy are saying, I don't need to take it. I'll just take it when I have a problem. That's fine as well. But here's the people that need silver. If you have a known infection, silver is a great choice. You drink it liquid. You're going to go two tablespoons twice a day. But here's the thing I love as much as anything, and that's my silver gel. And silver gel is put on your hands. And here's why everyone can use silver. So many people have been using hand sanitizers for the past 10, 15, 20 years that we've created a problem of super germs by doing so in the hospitals. Nurses put on Purell or this hand sanitizer and they think they're totally germ-free. They go patient to patient to patient and they're not germ-free. Evidence of this is about one month ago, the FDA came out and banned yes, I said banned, banned 28 of the 31 ingredients found in hand sanitizers because they don't destroy all the germs. They create the germs that didn't die to create them into super germs, germs that will not die from antibiotics now. So you've got these super germs in the body and we're creating them. And evidence of that is we've labeled new germs with H. A as a prefix, hospital-acquired staff, hospital-acquired strep. And we know they're super germs because they came from the hospital and Purell and all these hand sanitizers were used every day thinking that it destroyed all the germs. It did not. Now, there's a medical school in Michigan, and they have an area of public health where they focus on public health and they've come out and they've even recommended that silver gel is the solution. So here we have something, no antibiotic resistance is caused. In fact, it reverses antibiotic resistance according to a Harvard study, and it's gonna destroy all the germs except the good ones. So this is a new solution in the last month that's getting a lot of attention. And one of the reasons I'm on this call So the other people that need silver are anyone that wants to be protected from germs around them in their environment. So you might protect yourself from your pet by spraying it. You might put it in your pet's water because dogs carry 60% more staph in their mouth 
than humans and you get ear infections and throat infections from your pet licking you maybe. You can put silver on your hands. I'm sucking on a silver lozenge right now. Look at this. They come in a little bag and they take this. Now, I have singers at Juilliard that are opera singers who use these just to keep their voice healthy and well because they use it so much. I've got talk show hosts that are on for three hours a day, then go on and do a TV show for another hour that were wearing out their voices. They'll go through a handful of these lozenges as they're doing their show. So as you can see, if you want protection from the germs around you, from your hand-to-hand -hand contact, from your mouth germs, from anywhere around you, silver is a common sense medicine. Silver is something that's going to protect you and can work with your immune system if you get the structured pH balanced or alkaline structured silver. So that's why I'm here. That's my cause. It works so well on so many things. And maybe the number one thing we sell it for is women use the gel for vaginal use to destroy the yeast infections that they get. So it's a terrific product in a lot of different ways. Uh, my cat right now has fleas. Will it kill fleas? Because that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I've been asked that many times. And what's happened is I don't know is the answer first. Next, second, I have a little blue bottle like this that we sell on mydoctorsuggest.com. And we fill it up with liquid silver and spray it. And I don't know if you can see the mist coming out. But you mist your cat and the germs are going to be destroyed. And you take a little gel and put under their you know claws and in their mouth, and all of a sudden, they're getting all this healthy and well approach, and fleas should leave, but they don't always. And the answer is about 20% of the time, I've seen the fleas totally cleaned up, and about 80% of the times, you have to get a little extra help. So uh, I hope that helps with just my <laughs> experience and not a scientific study. And for women with uh, vaginal yeast infections, are you taking the silver via the liquid and also using the gel at the same time? Or what's kind of the protocol for that? That makes common sense, doesn't it? And yes is the answer. So if you're drinking it orally, it's now working on the inside of your body, inside the cells, through all your circulation. And you're using it topically inside the vaginal areas. And don't forget, most of the bacterial infections that women get, uh, they get on the outside of their vagina in the warm, moist folds. And that's where you want the silver gel topically on that area. But don't forget, up inside is where the yeast infections are a lot of the time. So what we'll do is women will just use their fingers to put it in there or we'll take a tampon as if my finger were a tampon. We cover the whole tampon liberally with gel, insert it at night, it works all in that area all night long. You take the tampon out in the morning. You do it three nights in a row, and it does wonders for that area. That vaginal vault will then become clean and pure very quickly. And you were talking about how um, the constant use of hand sanitizer has created these superbugs. Are you worried about everyone using silver and then uh, bacteria being able to adjust and adapt and being able to create superbugs against silver? Well, I am not. And the reason why is because we have 200 years of medical use showing that silver does not create this kind of antibiotic resistance to the drug. Here's why. B antibiotics 
most of them, about 75% of the antibiotics actually were discovered from another bacteria. So when you take an antibiotic, you're often giving yourself a bacteria that's harmful that goes in and fights these other bacteria and kills specific ones. So the bacteria already have a lifetime of knowing how to resist the attack by a foreign bacteria, meaning an antibiotic. And they build up resistance to that. Silver, by the way, according to Harvard, Weiss Institute, published an article that said silver pre-treats the membrane of the bacteria, stripping away the resistance. So, number one, silver reverses antibiotic resistance. Number two, it destroys the bacteria. And if silver is taken with an antibiotic, it makes the antibiotic a thousand times more effective. A thousand times more effective. Why? Because the antibiotic can now get into the bacteria where the bacteria knew how to defend itself without the silver. So the future of antibiotics certainly includes silver. In fact, it's kind of Nobel Prize winning science out there. Uh, and I'm very pleased to be a part of how we're reversing antibiotic resistance using silver. So no, silver doesn't cause resistance. And does silver fight off uh, viral infections as well? Yes, it does. And the virus will come into your body and imagine a tiny syringe filled with DNA and RNA. And this little virus floats around and attaches to a healthy cell and injects, just like a syringe would, injects all that unhealthy DNA into your cell. Now it replicates in there. It multiplies 10,000 little teeny daughter viruses. And when that cell ruptures, now you've got 10,000 of them to fight with. Well, silver has the ability to transfer energy better than any other mineral. Now, we know that the red blood cells are transferring energy using iron. And silver actually transfers energy better. So when the virus comes into your bloodstream, either you've inhaled it or you've got a mosquito that stung you, somehow it got in your body, the virus will attach itself to the highest energy cell it can find, and that is silver. And silver prevents it from attaching to any other healthy cell. So a virus cannot hurt you unless it can first bind to a healthy cell and inject itself inside that cell. Silver just becomes a substitute. Now the virus attaches and it's prevented from attaching to any other healthy cell. You now urinate it out within 12 hours. You never got the virus. Now that's important because when you get a viral infection, it stays for life. Your immune system gets strong and learns how to defend against it and keep it under control. But, but think of something that happens like chickenpox. And this virus, herpes virus, is under control after you get it the first time. And you build up a defense against it. But then when your immune system gets weak, when you're in your 50s, it comes back as shingles. And it comes back because the virus never left your body. Doesn't it make more sense and give you more hope than when you have silver circulating in your, in your, in your uh, bloodstream, that when that virus comes, it will attach to silver and be eliminated out of the body, never having gotten infected, rather than thinking, 
I'm just going to deal with it for the rest of my life. It's a great hope. It's a great hope against viruses. Yeah, that's that's super interesting. Well, it seems like silver is an amazing product to use just in general, but also for people that are super, super sick. So uh, is there any final things you want to touch on about silver before we close out here? Oh, I'm so glad you got to give me a chance to do this. I just see it changing people's lives. I see people that have real bad problems with their immune system and autoimmune disorders that silver is working for without boosting their immune system and causing more problems. I see it changing people's lives in the ease of staying well. I see it changing pets' lives that can be healthy and get a quick treatment with silver gel, silver liquid. It changes my life just because I put a lozenge in my mouth and I put gel on my hands when I go out in public. I shake every hand in the audience and I have confidence that I'm not transferring germs or getting germs because of it. So these are the things that silver does. It's a fantastic tool. And uh, I've written about it many, many books. And uh, I'm going to give you some for free if you want to go to my website, mydoctorsuggests.com. My doctor, spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R, suggests with an S on the end, dot com. And if you'll scroll down, you'll see some of my books. Like here's one of them right here. If you want the book for women's health, this is it. It's named Her. Just click on it and digitally it will come to you immediately. And we're doing that just because of a promotion of being on your show. We'd like people to have information because it's the cause that matters so much to me. It's the idea that if people understand how to use this as a first line of defense, hopefully they won't have to go get antibiotics. Hopefully they won't have to go to their doctor nearly as much. Awesome. And again, that URL is mydoctorsuggests.com. And then my final question for you, Gordon, is do you have a morning routine and what is it? Yes, I have a morning routine. And the first thing I do is I get up in the morning and I drink alkaline water. And the first thing I do when I get up in the morning is I drink 20 ounces, about 20 ounces of uh, alkaline water. The first thing in the morning, because I've just slept for eight hours and I'm dehydrated. So the uh, first thing I do is I drink water. And as an anti-aging doctor, I find it's one of the most valuable things. During the drinking of 20 ounces, I take supplements. My favorite supplements include uh, essential fatty acids, flax is my favorite choice. And then I take a protein supplement but I don't take it in the normal way everybody else does. I have a protein that I just mix because I don't want all the sugars and all the other proteins. And so I mix my own. It's just a whey protein that I stir up in a blender. And I sip that for about five minutes. Uh, and then I swallow my liquid silver. I put my gel on my hands after I've gotten out of the shower. And the reason why is because quite often the gel needs to be on my warm, moist folds of my body, anywhere, feet, hands, arms, anywhere on my body. And so I want it on for the whole rest of the day. And that's basically the quick routine that I go through. I take my other supplements um, when I eat my breakfast as well. And many, many times my breakfast will consist more most of the time of a green shake. And so I'm putting in, and it's hardly ever the exact same thing. Those of you who make shakes know this. I love my green drinks because I don't eat enough vegetables and fruits and natural foods. And so in they go and I blend them all up and I stir them. I put in a little bit of protein in that as well. But I try to stay away from sugars. I don't as well as I should, 
but I like to try to stay away from sugars and I try to stay away from processed foods. Now, that doesn't mean I'm perfect and it doesn't mean that I'm always right on target. But the more that you try and the more that you make a routine, the more you'll get well. The people who just start and do everything all at once don't last usually two or three weeks because it's too hard to follow. Take a step, take a slow step and realize in all of my books, I write essence of wellness and the essence of wellness, one letter for each of the word in the word essence stands for a principle of wellness. Eat, sleep, supplement, exercise, neutralize poisons in your environment, clean water and eliminate stress. That's what the essence of wellness is. I talk about it. I give you a quiz on how to assess your own. And those are my seven principles of wellness. Silver just happens to participate in one of them, but it's all of them all together that will be an anti-aging world of benefit for you. Awesome. Small habits leads to big changes. So anytime people try and jump in, usually they fall off the bandwagon. So make those small, small little adjustments. Okay. People can find you at mydoctorsuggests.com. You're also on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and also YouTube. So, and we will have links to all that in the show notes at summitforwellness.com slash 84. Thank you, Gordon, so much for coming onto the show. We appreciate it. And we are excited to play more with Silver and see how we feel afterwards. Thank you. Appreciate it. As you can see, silver can be used in a lot of different ways, and when I recorded this episode, I was batching 8 episodes in a couple days and didn't have the time to get sick. Silver helped me to survive that week through all of my recordings, and I never got completely knocked out from the cold. So if you want your own bottle of silver, then remember to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. Then send me a screenshot on either Instagram or Facebook and you will be entered into a drawing on September 26th for some silver products. Or you can go to summitforwellness.com silver to get your own silver today. Are you ready to take your health to the next level? If so, our health programs are designed to help you make lasting changes to your health. With our habit-changing process, we walk alongside you on your health journey, making sure that you are successful and feel like the best version of you. We only take two new clients every single month, so to learn more, go to summitforwellness.com ready. Next week, we have Kate Mahoney on the show to talk all about supplements. Are supplements necessary, or is it a waste of money? And how can you discern a good brand from a not-so-good brand? Well, let's go learn a little more from Kate. I am here with Kate Mahoney, who is a nutritional therapy practitioner. And uh, Kate, what is one unique thing about you that most people don't know? Hmm, a unique thing about me? That's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am going to have to go with the fact that I am way more of a goofball than most people think because when you see me out in public a lot of people think I'm very conservative and formal when in truth I am just a a clumsy muppet (laughs) so that kind of sums me up in a nutshell (laughs) you definitely put on a professional face when you're in the public too (laughs) I have been told that it's not on purpose apparently that's just how I come off (laughs) Well, what will we be learning in our interview together? 
Well, I'm really excited because we're going to be talking about a topic I'm very passionate about, which is I have a lot of information and education in, of, and about the supplement industry. So I'm going to be sharing my knowledge on the topic so people can make informed and empowered choices about the products that they choose to use for themselves and their loved ones. And that is all from an unbiased uh, opinion, too. She's not here to represent any specific companies. That's exactly right. I have no affiliations with any companies, so all of this information is just going to come from my knowledge, which I'm going to openly share with everyone. And what are your favorite foods or nutrients that you think everyone should get more of in their diet? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is so easy. First of all, vegetables. Vegetables are some of the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. There is so much variety. If you don't like something, that's okay. Take the things that you like and try to get as much diversity of color as possible from that one food. And the reason why I say that is because let's think about carrots, for example. Okay, so there's like the general orange carrots that are out there that everybody knows about. But did you know that there are rainbow colored carrots? So there's actually white carrots. There's parsnips, which taste like really, really strong carrots, but they're white. There's yellow carrots. There's orange carrots. There's red carrots. There's even purple carrots. So if you <laughs> like carrots, just diversify the color of the carrot and the same is true for like cruciferous vegetables there's purple cauliflower there's orange cauliflower there's white cauliflower there's romanesco uh romanesco oh my goodness i forget the second word of that but romanesco whatever it is called which my spouse and i literally refer to as fractally because it looks like a combination between cauliflower and broccoli and everything is in the shape of a fractal. It's really, really beautiful. The second thing is going to be culinary herbs. And the great thing about herbs is that your body will tell you whether or not it likes the taste. And why that's important is because those herbs have different nutrient profiles. So don't be afraid of cooking with herbs. And if there's something that you don't like the taste of, trust that. The very last thing and the most important one is going to be clean water. And the reason why is because clean water is quite literally the most important macronutrient in the entire diet. You can go up to 40 days without food, but you can go only three days without water. So the best number one thing that you can do for your health is make sure that you're drinking enough clean water. And that means do not exceed one gallon or three and three quarters of a liter per day. Awesome. Those are all really great tips. And so what are your top three health tips for anyone who wants to improve their overall wellness? Hmm. I think I only have two. And the okay. first one is going to be, I really encourage people to develop trust in your nose and your tongue because they will help you know what your body wants needs and is ready for and that's going to be true of supplements too if you open up a supplement and it doesn't smell good to you or if you put it on your tongue and it doesn't taste good to you trust your body and don't take that the next one is going to be something that i already mentioned before is please 
drink clean water every day. <laughs> because we need to remember that liquids are not a substitute for clean water. Water is the best way to naturally detoxify your body on a daily basis. You don't have to do detoxes. In fact, detoxes, I think that's my number three. The detoxes that are on the market usually cause more harm than good. Please don't do them. Instead, find a really good functional practitioner that you trust and that you respect and that you have good communication with to be able to support your body working optimally. Because if our digestion is not functioning optimally and if our elimination, yes, poop, and pee and sweat and those kind of things are not functioning optimally and if we're not drinking enough clean water so that our body can mobilize those toxins cellularly and flush them out we are doing more damage when we try to do a detox rather than supporting our bodies with what it needs to function the way that it's meant to and that's it that will be a great episode to listen to Keep climbing to the peak of your health, and I'll see you next week.